0: Welcome back to Geeks and Inherit of the Earth. I'm JC.
1: I'm CK.
2: Jamie Skull. And Mike D.
0: And uh, welcome back. So we're just going to dive right into this episode here because there's a whole lot to touch before Loki comes out, which drops at 3 a.m. as we're recording this. So trying to hit everything we can before Loki because let's be real, that's going to dominate a lot of our time on this channel.
2: It oh, is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to say that uh, where a lot of the times we might be talking about things after they happen in this episode, uh, Big preview episode, we're going to be talking about the things to come.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's an avid mix because there's a lot to look forward to now that everything's starting to come back out after COVID. There was worries, uh, I think mostly for myself on on the show of, are we going to hit superhero fatigue? Well, the answer is fuck no, we're ready. Yeah. Uh, now we can full talk about Invincible. Everybody's had enough time to watch it. We can do a yep. full thing on this. Uh, I've watched the entire thing twice. Mm -hmm. And uh, also got the first compendium and have read all the way through the issues that matter for that and seeing what's coming in the future. So, yeah, I I can honestly say now, and I think Cody will back me up on this, massive departure from the books. Yeah, Mike, Jamie, you haven't read them as far as I know. So what do you think?
3: Well, um, it was amazing. Uh, It was shocking and insane. And... um, (laughs) gory and also really emotional i mean i definitely shed some tears in that and especially in the last episode um but i i 100 loved it
2: yeah i i definitely agree with the emotional impact of the characters you know it starts out before you hit the end of that first episode where your jaw hits the floor you're like okay well here's a you know, a made up Justice League. We're going through the routines of other comics and, you know, you hadn't gotten attached to the characters. You hadn't had that shocking, violent turn. But uh, I mean, it doesn't take but a couple episodes into where you really start caring about these characters. And, uh, you know, that combined with the insane casting with the voice acting. I mean, they really help that out a lot. And, uh, and of course, the art. Fantastic. So just a plus. I really don't have a single fuck all bad thing to say about it.
0: My favorite thing in it was in the final episode, there was a nod to something I hate in Spider-Man comics and Spider-Man movies, which I said in the last episode is like, oh, when
2: you finish right, it, we can right. talk right. about it.
0: Yeah. Is well, uh, the, like
2: the holding back the train. Yeah, the Spider-Man move.
0: holding back the train yeah. and instead Omni-Man uh, just holds him and they're all just smashing against him. <laughs> That's my favorite most... scene of the whole damn show. It was the most, most... fuck you.
1: It was the most shocking like okay, when I watched that, when that scene happened, I when it was over after he and he smashed those people, the rest of the rest of the people that were laying around. I paused it for a minute and went in. I talked about this before that I had to walk away from the show for a so minute. So this was right, the scene right. that
0: you had to walk away from. This was
1: it. This was oh. where I had to like pause it and walk away and get something to like get a soda and chill out for a minute and be like, damn, like that was one of the most not only brutal scenes but. It was completely like Nolan was teaching Mark a lesson in the most hardcore way. You can't save them. They are nothing. They are tissue paper to us. I want you to stare at them while they fall to pieces. The world has been big about this show, too. That's what I love, too, is that they've embraced it. And, like, I mean, this show is really beloved at this point. Oh, and and they they didn't
0: uh, get signed for one season. The response was, how about two? Yeah,
1: how about three? So
0: they're signed for two and three
2: yeah it's a massive crossover hit actually there are all sorts of people that are here talking about the show that aren't on the inside of the superhero stuff too and it's a, that's a big leap for your average person just to be like hey watch this cartoon on amazon prime i know i recommended it to at least three people and you know every time i said look just get to the end of the first episode and all three of them did and all three of them reported back with just the same what the fuck and they were instantly hooked and all of them loved it and they're not necessarily hardcore fans
0: uh, I have friends that I work with that I didn't know I had things in common with until we found out we were both watching Invincible. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah it, it's amazing. And it also showed the last 15 minutes, the last episode, last 15 minutes, last episode, showed so much setup that is not in the books. Like this is becoming its own thing.
2: Now, speaking of the books, I saw uh, a little meme, if you would, showing how the show is only like, I mean, what the hell? Not even a tenth of the volume of the comics. Like, there's like, they're like, here's what the show covers in the comics.
1: It's like the first six issues.
0: No, the
2: main basically. story is
1: the first 12. 12? It's the first 12? I know it's like 12. the first run. and I can't remember if it was six or 12.
0: It's, it's, it's the first uh, collected but. but There's other stuff in it that doesn't happen until way later in the books. There's a bunch of stuff that does not happen in the books. Mm -hmm. It's little things. Um, uh, What's the guy that throws change like Gambit's name again?
1: Uh, Rexplode.
0: Rexplode. I love him. He's an asshole. (laughs) He's not a repulsive asshole in the the beginning of the books. He's just kind of a dude who doesn't know what he's doing. And then a, a bunch of this just did not happen. Yeah, r- robot stuff not a thing. Uh,
3: I love robot. I, I do too. Love, love, love robot. I love he's robot. awesome. <laughs>
0: All right, just have a moment to talk about how fantastic he is, especially you've <laughs> been watching Doom Patrol to see where he's based off of. Uh, I
1: love, I, I love him. <laughs> well,
2: it's also doing uh, dealing with some subject matter that the X Men are dealing with right now, which is you know, if you make an exact copy of yourself, how much of that is you? Is it another person? It, you know, that, I think that's all interesting to consider.
1: Um, that that was really sad when he was like, "Just let me go," you know, when, when, in yeah. the in the body. Oh my yep. god! And, you know, and the uh, person
2: when he wakes up in the robot body, you know, he it, it's like he just woke up. He has the same memories and the same experiences. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's waking up, but it's really not him. It's just a copy of him. Yeah, so it's, it's really interesting. <laughs>
0: And you know no, that that theme harkens back to the Clone Brothers as well. I mean, I think this is going to be a reoccurring theme in the way that they're doing the show, and it also goes away with the way they did the Aliens and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like repetition of cloning does seem to be a thing in this. But how emotional was it when he's beating his son to death? When Omni Man is just crushing him? What do you have? I'll have you, Dad.
1: Ooh, ooh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And
0: like nobody saw that coming.
2: Least of all him. That hit him in the balls.
0: And then uh, they—what I think is the hero narrator of Invincible, uh, Seth Rogen's character,
1: Alan the Alien. I love Alan the Alan Alien. Alan
0: the Alien. like, but he left. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's the what's the race called? Does anybody remember? Viltrumites. Viltrumites. But a Viltrumite left, so they're going to come back. And, like, I love this, the defiance of, like, and we'll be ready. Like, nah, dude. Will you know, Yeah, yeah. no, um But, no, so, final thoughts on Invincible, because, man, that uh, was, what a finale. What a fantastic cast. Signed for two more seasons. I'm on
1: board. Man, the thing, and honestly, um, this show means a lot to me because I loved the comic. Um it's one of those things. I explained this before that you know, like I, it was when I started reading comics again. So like, just watching, watching Kirkman do what he did with The Walking Dead, where he's like, I don't like all these things that I did before, and this was a little slow, so I'm going to rearrange it and make it better, and that's exactly well, the, what he did.
0: And the last three minutes of it shows so many new story threads open up. Yeah, and then now that I'm deeper in the comics, they don't exist.
1: Some of them don't. Some of them do, though, and some of them are happening a lot faster, and uh, you're just going to have to wait and see because I don't want to spoil it too much, but, uh, but you know, Nolan flew away crying. Remember that. Right. Like, he is not going back to Viltrumite. <laughs> I mean, like, he didn't. Well, that's why Alan the Alien said. He didn't go back. He did. We didn't track him to there. He, we tracked him in another direction. So... That's complicated, and we'll see how it turns out in the show,
2: anyway. Yes, we will.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm enthralled and on the edge of my seat waiting, and from what I've read, they're already fast-tracking it. They're already working on it now.
2: Yes, yeah. unlike another show that we just lost. Oh.
0: So, God. Jupiter's Legacy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what?
0: Okay, holy shit.
2: Uh, what an interesting
1: adventure this was, because I, th- I was the first to watch it. Yeah. Uh, this was after uh, that came out the day I got my, the day after I got my first shot and I was feeling horrible and I just laid in bed and watched all of Jupiter's legacy. I actually
0: finished it when I got my first shot. Yeah. So I think yeah. Jupiter's legacy was, I got my shot show. Yeah.
1: It's the, it's a vaccine show. Yeah. Um, inter- but
0: it's not getting a second shot.
2: No. Oh, uh, oh. So, oh that was good. That's good. Bravo. That's good.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Uh, i so i did the thing where i started watching the show in the first episode i was like uh the effect i was like you know the effects are good for a tv budget i mean it's got a 200 million dollar budget for the whole season so that was pretty crazy that
0: was 200 million dollars
1: yeah i know where did they spend what it the i don't know where where on the island <clears throat> and the show itself is it drags for the first little bit but then it picks up its pace and it's it's completely bass-ackwards of mark miller what do we know about mark miller when he thought that was, that,
0: thought that was Mylar, M- whatever no, no, Mylar, really,
2: I'm gonna look that up online right now. Yeah, like I've Talk. always. And said I Miller, think it would be
0: better if we all use a different version of his last name for it. We so, um, yeah, yeah, all say it differently. I've always said
3: Miller, and then at the comic shop one day, talking to Bill, he pronounced it Mylar, and I was like, "Okay." I think
1: it is Mylar because I called it Mylar so, World.
0: I heard it Mylar, what? and uh, we're, we're just all gonna just pronounce this differently Mylar. because that's yeah, right. I, I, yep, I will say
1: to... Mylar for now, but. What we know about him is that he is snappy. Uh, There is fast pacing Mm -hmm, in his comics. It is bang, 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 whiz, bang, whiz, bang. So, I mean, like, there is... It's bold. It's bold. It's fast. It's lightning fast.
3: I always say that reading his comics is kind of like watching a movie. Like an action movie. Like, just even though you have to wait every month for the next one to come out, it's still so action-packed. Mark Miller. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) I have been interested in that comic book for a while since I started getting into Mark Miller. Millar? Mark Miller. <sighs> I've been interested in, <laughs> so, a long time ago, because I started getting really interested in, um, every time, everything I read by Mark Miller, his, it was just amazing, incredible. And um, I, the first thing I ever read by him was Huck. Mm. And I was oh, hooked yeah. since well, then. Well, Huck's yeah.
0: amazing, yeah. Yeah,
3: and so I, I, when I started getting into him, I, I, I saw, I kept seeing those graphic novels for Jupiter's Legacy, and I knew it was all different. I knew it was a a bigger thing because he usually does like a five or six uh, like issue story.
2: Which I really approve of, by the way. I do
3: too. But so I knew, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to, I want to go down this rabbit hole. And because I really like the artist too, Frank Quietly. And um, I was like, when the show came out, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this until I read this. I've been really looking forward to reading it. And now I'm just don't give a fuck anymore because it's canceled. So Mm. bye. (laughs) I'm just going to read it.
0: I watched the first episode and I'm like, I'm really into it. And then in the next two episodes, I'm like, okay, well, you're not Ayn Rand.
1: Yeah, <laughs> very, Because it gets so
0: yeah. low-key libertarian, fuck it you. It is, a lot of it is. But it also... And if you can get past that, yeah, it's actually a really fun ride. It's a really fun ride. And you realize that you watch, what, eight, ten episodes of a prequel setup. Yeah. And Mylar Miller or whatever the fuck. Mark Miller. Uh, like, really designed it well. And gave it a lot of screwball left turns and everything that you thought was what the show was going to be. And I left really wanting season two. Me too. And the day after I finished it, I go to load Facebook and they canned it. Yeah. How is this going to compete against the boys or Invincible? Because it's the same thinking of, well, they're not your normal superheroes. That's a big problem too I think
2: this is going to be lost to the annals of time And never mentioned again Whereas those other two will be uh, talked about for years to come
1: Unless Amazon Picks up Jupiter's legacy. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they will because Millar has a contract with Netflix to make all of his stuff. And the reason you like Millar's comics being those six or 12 issues long is because every comic he writes is a pitch.
0: If you haven't read all of the kick-ass work and the hit yeah, girl man. work, like, you're missing some of the best independent show. comics that were ever made.
2: Uh, there's a show coming up from his, well, I'm not sure if it is now. Hopefully the Jupiter's legacy will not impact the rest of the uh, Millar-Miller verse coming out. But, uh... Mark Miller. I know for a fact, there's one coming out called "The Magic Order," and it is mm-hmm. phenomenal. That was good yeah, That's a good
0: one story.:
3: too. Amazing characters. Awesome.: I, I think I believe
0: uh, they took that instead of "nemesis, because Well, they're doing nemesis, nemesis too. Sell. They're doing
1: nemesis what? as a movie. What? Yeah. What? And here's the thing. I think here's what happened. Let me break it down. This is what happened to that show. Netflix looked at that show. And it cost two hundred million dollars. Fucking insane! And two hundred million dollars
0: for Jupiter's Legacy? Is yeah. Bullshit! Because the effects in that were
1: garbage. They were TV effects. They were good for TV, but that's TV. Uh, but the. Uh, They looked at that and they saw the critic rating, which was very low. The audience rating is very high, actually, because I think that the critics watched the first three episodes and stopped. And honestly, this is one of those shows you have to watch the whole thing to really get it. And like you said, it is Ayn Rand a bit, but also it's kind of a deconstruction of that and a parody of that. And once that starts clicking, you're like, oh, they're kind of giving it shit because like YouTube wrong.
0: if you finish
1: the show, it totally does.
0: The last yeah. two episodes of it were enthralling. They were enthralling. Like yeah. I, I, I had to be at work at at seven in the morning the next day. It, it's it, it's one in the morning. I'm still finishing that last episode. Yeah. Just like, oh man, I'm glad I got coffee in the house because I couldn't turn it off. Like it ends so I I I do not say don't watch this. No, it's like, good. Watch it. <laughs> just know. Firefly effect, you know, like yes, <laughs> this is all yeah. you get. And Josh,
1: De- get. Josh L is the Utopian is really good, by the way.
2: It just occurred to me, it's Loki Eve here. It's Loki Boston. Eve. Ah. Happy Loki Eve, everyone. Ooh,
1: yes. I've been burdened with glorious purpose.
0: <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried that Disney Plus is getting such a good rep on these shows that they're gonna overmarket it. But the other part of me wants to buy.
3: All that
1: shit. It's Disney. That's what they do. They overmarket everything. No. Have you been around? They make Star Wars bagels.
0: <laughs> I had to talk my daughter out today of not buying baby Yoda spatulas. Right. So yeah, I mean <laughs> dude, you're not dude, wrong. You're not Yoda. wrong at all.
1: Baby Yoda fucking instant pot. Are you kidding me right now? That's insane. Have you but seen the story. new uh,
0: have you seen the new Baby Yoda toy?
1: Which one? <laughs> right?
0: No, exactly. Uh <laughs> You know, there's an, uh, a new line of Funkos that have dropped of just... It's just different versions of Baby Yoda with the frog in its
1: mouth. Yeah, I saw them at Target. It's insane. We found four of them today. <laughs> four of them. All of them different. You know what I didn't find at Target? Any fucking G.I. Joes.
2: God damn it. <laughs>
1: like, this is crazy. I don't know what's going on. Like, the Major Blood thing... So, Major Blood comes out, right? And that's mm. the big hot item this year. They said they're going to release more Major Bloods in cases with... Was it Cobra Troopers?
2: Uh, or... Vipers, maybe? Vipers,
1: it? yeah. Not seen one yet. Not right. seen one. And I hope I do because he is fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah. For th-
2: listeners who don't know, that is a, a beloved Cobra villain from the old school G.I. Joe series. And everyone our age, uh, we're fighting each other in Target Isles uh, for these figures.
1: Yeah, it's been rough. And let's hope that this is true, that what Hasbro is doing is going to happen, where they're re-releasing all the Cobra Island stuff uh it's not even hoped it's true it's true but like oh that's
0: gonna happen oh come on come on and and it's
2: not like there's subpar products that we like because they're fans we're fans and they are fucking excellent they're perfect they're fucking perfect they're beautiful
0: and can I just side note in here that now people that did not grow up with masters of the universe are going out and collecting those toys now what the fuck is that yep I, I, I work with two people in their mid 20s that are going out and grabbing them all. And they're all just like, yeah, we're getting this in, in anticipation for the new Kevin Smith Masters of the Universe thing. Yeah. Like, cool. Okay, marketing and synergy finally works. Like, maybe is, a part of my hatred of corporate America needs to back the fuck down a little
1: bit. He's marketing the shit out of that. He's doing a good job, too. The internet is filled with that. And
0: while we're on toys, there's toys uh, for the Phase 4 movies that are coming up, like Shang-Chi and the Eternals. So, let's get into that. Let's get well, into you that. You know
2: what? Since you, since you say it's Shang-Chi, apparently, yeah. something I've learned recently is that I have not been saying that correctly for you years. Nope. <laughs> you have not. No. You have not. How
1: have you
0: been saying it?
2: Shang-Chi. Yeah. Is that not. not right? No. Uh, that is not right.
0: That is not right. Okay. How is it pronounced? Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang
1: Chi.
0: Well, I'm willing to bet Middle America is still going to call it Chang Chi for eternity, So I don't mad <laughs> yeah, about. I this. still do
1: all the time. <laughs> I've been reading those comics my whole life, and I'm still like shang Chi, right. and then I'm like, I mean, Chang Chi, like all the time.
0: <laughs> Nobody can pronounce the guy that wrote Fight Club's last name, right? Give you three strikes on that. Oh so, yeah, I mean, for this real. Is the way of the world.
1: But the uh, Phase Four, hmm, very interesting. So all of a sudden. During a lull in news, Marvel's like, here's what we're doing. Uh, we're going to show you everything that's coming up. And they... Everything.
0: Just, they, they, they're not holding
1: back. They just started dropping stuff on Twitter and on Facebook, like on all the social media platforms, started making videos. And sure enough, mm, the trailer for The Eternals dropped.
2: And that's the next one up in sequence, right? No, no. No, Shang-Chi
1: is next. Shang-Chi.
0: Yeah,
2: Shang-Chi is next. That's the week
0: before my birthday uh, people on the podcast that want to take me out for a birthday dinner.
1: (laughs) And and so Shang-Chi's... Well, technically, Shang-Chi's trailer dropped first. I forgot that dropped during the time that we were not speaking about things on the internet because we were busy. We we see the Shang-Chi trailer, and it opens up. uh, You see... Shang-Chi as a child being trained by obviously the Mandarin, his father and this, which is different than the uh, comics, but it makes sense because why would you have Fu Manchu still in anything? Like yeah, at
2: that's all? Really going to uh, go over. No.
1: Ooh, that's offensive.
0: Oh yeah, because that's really, really like... Yeah, we're not... That's a whole ass episode that'll be coming up in September yeah. when that movie comes out. So. Yeah, I'll be talking about uh, Shang-Chi.
1: <laughs>
0: we tease these things.
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so we see the trailer breaks breaks down and man, this thing looks fucking awesome. Like it's uh, first of all, this is our first Marvel Kung Fu flick, and Shang Chi is the master of Kung Fu in Marvel Comics. Uh he is the best martial artist. Um and is he though? But I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's some so if the context thinks, of
0: this movie, he is because fuck you know, he Danny will Rand. be okay? he yeah. will
1: be the best martial artist in the MCU, without a doubt.
0: Oh um, yeah, because there's no Danny Rand, but yeah.
1: But I mean, Even if there is a Danny Rand, it won't matter. I promise no, you. No, Shang-Chi will be the one. He will be the one. Because this is Asian representation finally finally
2: in a fucking comic book movie.
1: Like I mean, this is huge.
2: You're right. It's not like they're making an MCU uh, kung fu movie and whitewashing it and just bringing in Cla- uh, John Claude Van Damme and shit. You're absolutely right. The cast. Okay, Jean Claude
0: Van Damme to- should be in this movie just oh, to have man. him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, let him be let, let the equivalent of an NPC that gets murdered in the background.
1: <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because he has in this the ten rings appear to be more like the uh, Shaolin or sorry Wing Chun wrist rings. Or the power rings, or the well, iron. I kind of
2: see them uh, going up his arm.
1: Yeah, you see him going up his arm, and obviously the Mandarin has them at one point. But Shang Chi's going to get them because that's the point: is that you need him to have a specific power, not just being the best martial artist, but having these cosmic items. The ten rings are they're interesting. They have the different like power sets and stuff. Like some of them, I think, produce like lightning, and some of them.
2: And here's oh. an interesting point about the Ten Rings. They're scientific. They're science. Whereas he looks like a supernatural character and he's wielding these weapons that look like he's casting spells. The rings themselves are actual alien technology, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. Right. So point? the Ten Rings uh, were, they're alien objects, cosmic alien objects. Um, and they all have uh, different things that they do. And they're not on his fingers this time, which is, I guess, kind of cool because it would be weird because we just had Thanos with a gauntlet and that would look like somebody wearing two infinity
2: gauntlets oh that's true. that's true I didn't
0: even think about that until you mentioned it but yeah I mean this is a little bit of finger bling overkill at this point
2: we haven't talked about the elephant in the room here in that is that we're actually getting the real Mandarin I mean we had that debacle with the uh, Iron Man 3 which I don't think anyone was ever cool with but ended up like okay here's the man
1: yeah not Trevor Slattery <laughs> like
0: he'll uh, be in the movie didn't probably consider
2: that yeah I could see them straight murdering him in this movie there. And really that would be blast. the best
0: post credit scene ever as if the real Mandarin just straight blasts Trevor Slatter.
1: Hell, I, I think it. it's going to be the first 10 minutes, to be honest. Also, we get to see Death Dealer, who is going to be an action figure that flies oh. off the shelves. I've not actually seen Death Dealer in person yet. I've seen the other Shang-Chi character, or fig, action figures, but Death Dealer is the one I've been looking for. That I haven't seen Death
0: Dealer, dealer yet. Cool. I've seen like, well, between me and my daughter, we found like four of them. Yeah, And again, she just keeps picking them up. I mean, this is how far, this is something that needs to be addressed as well, like how far the merch has been waiting for this. Mm -hmm. They're already on the shelves, and like nobody, people are buying them because they don't know who the rare or who the cool one's going to be, which I think is such a great separation from you know where the rare is going to be, so everybody's going to buy this one. So people are just buying random Eternals and Shang-Chi figures. So they don't yeah, know. I'm like uh, Baby
2: Yoda be. that you brought up where Baby Yoda, we had to wait eight months after the Mandalorian to get the first Baby Yoda figure because they had to keep it so under wraps so it didn't get spoiled.
0: I think that their uh, marketing campaigns are going to go like that for Shang-Chi and the Eternals for sure, because they're new properties. They're marketing it well. Like They're putting the toys out in advance. They're putting the Lego sets out in advance. I mean, they've, they've learned their lessons on over-merching some things, under-merching some things, and stopping scalpers. Because if you put all the toys oh, out... They'll once... never
2: learn their lessons on that. Well, I do know that uh, Shang-Chi is endearing to Cody. I know he's looking forward to that one probably more than any of us. So it's cool to see that, that personal connection there for me. And
0: then you have the back end of that of the Eternals.
1: <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, I'm a big fan of Cosmic Comics and I loved uh, The Eternals. Um, I loved I had Kirby's first run of the Etern- in fact I have the first issue of Eternals by Jack Kirby sitting right across the room from me right now. Explain, Explain the, the
0: Eternals to everybody else on Earth. <laughs>
1: okay. When the Celestials started creating life in the Marvel Universe. Giant space gods. Yes. They created The thing
0: in um, Guardians of the Galaxy with the big boomy stick.
1: Yes. They created the Eternals and the Deviants. The Eternals were like the perfect experiment. They were essentially the gods that we've, uh, we, we've known for millions of years. Uh, people like Gilgamesh and Icarus, the, all these heroes that are these classic heroes. Cersei, the, you know, these names that you know from other sources that are kind of respelled for these stories. This was Kirby's um, new gods of the Marvel Universe. Like this is he he did the basically essentially the same kind of thing that he did over at DC. And these characters, they're all when the when when the Celestials created them, they gave them essentially borderline ridiculous cosmic powers. They can manifest things, they can create things, they can stop time, they can, you know, they can do all these they all have these powers that are very much uh infinity stone-like. Uh and The Deviants were the other race that they created. And Thanos, technically an Eternal, is part Deviant as well. So that's what that look comes from, right? Even though I know he's from Titan. When the Eternals did experiments on the humans, they created the mutant gene. Mm -hmm. And this, I feel like that this movie is, is, this is the most important movie that nobody's talking about in phase four because this is going to set up everything else because they're going to do a history of the marvel cinematic universe from the beginning of time yep and they're going to retcon everything they need to retcon and fix it up in here this is their crisis (laughs) they're going to talk about why they weren't there when thanos snapped because likely either they forgot who they were from one of the runs of comics or um they uh, just couldn't interfere, and that's how it worked out. Because they are based on Titan, from what we've seen from some of the uh, the Lego sets, it appears like they they still are on Titan or something like that. Uh, and then we have Black Knight in this he's as well.
2: Gonna be the, he's gonna be the breakout maybe star for me in this and moving forward in yeah. the Marvel universe. He's the, the most thing I'm
0: excited for. Yeah. I think I, I think everybody's kind of in a mutual agreement. Like, okay, we're getting Black Knight.
2: Yeah. And
1: Black Knight, of course, he's kind of the everyman in this story, even though he is, even though he's a superhero. Uh, I don't think at this point he knows he's the Black Knight, but he might. At some, you know, he'll probably get the sword and all that throughout because the Black Knight's a title that passes down right. in his family.
2: And, you know, with them dealing with so much of this cosmic stuff, you know, I'm kind of maybe hoping, I'm just, of course, completely fabricating this, so I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen, but I see a prime opportunity here for a post credit scene with maybe some Galactus, some Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. something like that. This is really setting those kind of things up.
0: Okay, I, my my take on this is, this is Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, with it is your game to lose.
2: Right. Now,
0: with Guardians of the Galaxy, that was a franchise that I knew very well. And that none of my friends did. And I was like, no, this is going to fucking succeed. And, yeah, it was a tough sell at first. And then if you see the first week of Guardians versus the second week of Guardians in box office sales, there's a giant difference. Mm -hmm. I want that to be Eternals so bad. Because, yeah, they can set up the mutants. I love the fact that they shot everything on location. There's no CG for the backgrounds of everything. Like, this is a very grand scale thing. But they have done nothing to properly promote this movie to the point... I feel like I'm watching Mean Girls and they're saying, Fetch, like, stop trying to make it happen. Like, we need something super cool, hypercharged to explain this and get everybody in the level. I think this stands to be Marvel's Lord of the Rings, the way that they're showing it off. You know, like, the, the giant locations, the giant space, the epic story.
2: What I, what I think everyone really wants is Marvel Phase 5, and there's going to be plenty of cool shit in Phase 4, but it is a bit of a rebuilding phase. I mean, everybody wants what's coming down the road, and you know, I'm not going to try to be too harsh on this movie, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what surprises it has. Jamie, what, I know that you really uh, were into that trailer. What do you think about it?
3: I don't know anything about The Eternals, so, except for what we've just discussed, basically. Uh, so, I didn't know what to expect watching the trailer, but... When we watched it, I I was like, I have to see that. That looks amazing with characters that are right up my alley. And um, like you said, JC, like an epic storyline that's got a lot in store for someone who, like me, who doesn't know anything about it, but loves Marvel. Oh, man. I think
0: the really important thing is that they're already hinting in this teaser trailer, because this is a teaser trailer.
2: Yeah, it's a teaser. Yeah.
0: But they're already hinting on why they did not get involved with Thanos.
2: I think that's the big one that really, more than anything, that's what people were talking about after the trailer was, well, where the fuck were they when half of reality got fucking wiped
0: out? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is kind of the dad that came back with the pack of cigarettes 15 years later scenario. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, we got blinked out and came back like, where were you? Oh, look, you, you have Marlboros. Okay, cool. And... There's Bollywood dancing. Okay, well, I'm in.
1: (laughs) Well, they might have got... You got to think, too. Some of them, or all of them, may have got snapped. He might have done that in the snap. He might have done that in the snap, like, uh, I know that the Eternals won't let me do this if I don't get rid of them, so...
0: But isn't that kind of a cop-out answer?
1: They got to do something.
2: Uh, Yeah, they got to come up with something.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down with it. Like, here's my thing with it. I think people that listen to this show will like it. I think we will like it. I think this might be mainstream America sitting there like how in the fuck is this going to play in Idaho? You know, mm-hmm. like they've they've seen a few Marvel movies and you've got to have some grand knowledge about Thanos and shit. Like they better do this shit from ground zero with an explanation for fans about Thanos and this everything else be ground zero scorched earth start from brick one.
2: One thing about these characters, and, and Cody kind of just briefly mentioned it in passing, is that there's been some re you know retweaks, some retcons. There, there's different origins of these characters they can pull from, so it, we really don't know what angle they're taking. I mean, in some they they, they die and are reborn, they lose their memory. So there's there's a lot of different origins to pull from. We'll just to see. Uh, just have to see what they did with it. Either
0: way, I'm going to be there opening night with everybody on this show right now, and. Yeah. We are gonna have to hold Cody crying if it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So Black Widow though is finally dropping.
1: Oh thank God. Eh. Eh. Really? <laughs> really? He, he was never into it. He was never into it. He was never into it.
3: I'm looking forward to Black Widow. I like the character. I love um, Scarlett Johansson, and uh, I think that uh, I'm gonna personally enjoy it. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be my favorite Marvel movie, and by all means, but I'm going to love it. I think. We course, get... With women superheroes, too, like that really resonates with me a lot more I... than.
1: Of course.
0: I got to ask you, though, after Wonder Woman 1984, oh. don't you want to go see Black Widow fuck up Taskmaster? Come on.
3: Well, sure. Absolutely. But also the best Wonder Woman movie I've ever seen was um, Zack was Snyder's Justice that, just just <laughs> that was
1: a good one, too, though.
3: <laughs>
1: so good. He did so well i'm
0: i'm i'm really into this because i think she's an amazing actress i think they've got a good director i think everything we've seen from the trailers plus um the dude from stranger things isn't it
2: yeah so. red guardian
0: yeah, doing Red Guardian. like so cool. He does
2: look exceptional, I will admit. That's he one does. of the things in the trailer that I was just like, okay, that's hilarious.
0: I love the fact that parts of his gut and arm fat hang out with it just to show realism for time passing and everything. Like, yeah. I think this is Marvel's we don't give a fuck movie. Like, okay, Scarlet's earned it. Let's just give it to her. And, you know, it does have the option to trilogy and all past tense stuff of things that happen to Black Widow up to Endgame.
1: Dude, I still think she's going to come back in the movie. I'm sorry, but like why are you doing all this? Why I think, I why think would you do all do, this?
0: Well, this movie happens before civil war.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. And it would they
0: have could have been do...
2: nice to have it back then.
1: But why?
0: Um, like, why now? Why? Uh, no, no. I've Mike, read rumors that Mike's they might right.
2: I might uh they might be letting her sister step up to have the role for Black Widow. There could be some post-credit stuff, maybe just something organically in the story. Oh, that you mean... she dies, the, the, she'll step up and take over. The now,
1: world. I think Yelena will be the next Black Widow, but I think that Natasha we'll get- will come back. Um, did anybody sees Chris, see Chris Simsworth's friggin' arms lately?
0: So, Love and yeah, Thunder pretty, uh, is a wrap. Yeah. It's a total wrap, and uh, according to Taika Watiki, this is the craziest thing he's ever done. Yeah.
2: That's a bold statement. Uh,
0: yeah, I am on board. I don't care what he does at this point. I'm going to be there opening night. Yeah,
1: he's good.
2: I am really uh, anticipating Natalie Portman's performance in this. I don't know that I see her pulling off an action hero Thor character. I will find out. I, I mm-hmm. want to see it awesome. But I mean, those comics, weren't one of my favorite comic runs in some time you yeah, want mm-hmm. talking about emotionally heart-wrenching and powerful wow and i just don't know if i see her doing that
0: when those issues came out i remember you calling me and like i had to start buying them now because everybody on the show knows like i'm not a big thor reader unless jason aaron's writing it
3: and just to let people know um what we're talking about uh, it's um uh, jane yeah. foster becomes thor in that comic run which is she's going to be Thor in the love and thunder movie and she has cancer at the same time she's battling can- cancer so when she becomes Thor the cancer doesn't eat up at her body it's a very emotional story that um was written by Jason Aaron and mm-hmm. the art was by Russell Dorderman and stunning you so professional stunning, so stunning
2: run beautiful run so that this movie is like the, based on that
0: and and when she comes back from being Thor the cancer advances
2: Yeah, because when she becomes Thor, it purges the radiation out of her body. Yeah. From the uh, chemotherapy. Which is, this is a grim topic, so I hope this is not really giving anybody any triggers. No, but I mean, but I mean,
0: but if Taika Watiki's handling it. You know, I that mean, might not
2: even the cancer might not even be a thing. She just right, might, might be not be. Thor. It
0: yeah. might not be, but I mean, I mean it's still an amazing storyline. If you've never read it, go pick up the collected issues because it ends with the whole War of Asgard thing and all that. Oh and it's, God,
2: what an epic! it's oh my it's, gosh, it's, it's, it's
0: such a great storyline. It's so massive in scale. But, I mean, even the fact that's a part of it, and, like, I saw people online already complaining, like, well, he's not Fat Thor anymore, and I'm like, well, if they do Cancer Jane, you're going to shut the fuck up real fast yeah. on that one.
1: There's, there's some
0: darker uh, stuff uh, than Fat uh,
1: Thor out there.
0: And uh, isn't Christian
1: Bale the villain for this? He is Gore the God Butcher. That is oh,
2: crazy. Yeah.
1: Say I love... that again.
2: I love how you just said that. Say that again.
1: He is Gore the God Butcher.
2: <laughs> God, like,
1: the title? C- dude, <laughs> CK needs to be hired for
0: wrestling promos because I think he could make anybody sound cool. Like, it's,
1: dude, it's, Gore the God Butcher is insane. That is going to be so dark. Okay, so
0: describe, describe the character for those who don't know.
1: Gore the God Butcher kills gods. That's <laughs> what he does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you just like described him like it's the Punisher, like he punishes. That's what he does. He, he's here he to kick god. ass and chew bubble gum, and he's all the the gum, so here's some gods.
1: And the fact that Russell Crowe is Zeus in this, I'm like, oh, you casted a big name for a Greek god. I bet Gore kills him in the first 20 seconds. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs>
2: well, that also shows they're bringing in uh, more pantheons to mm-hmm. Asgard.
1: It's really yeah, interesting. Cool. And we're seeing, we saw, we, we've seen a bunch of behind-the-scenes photos we saw where uh, he's got the goats. Oh yeah, Thor has his goats in this, which is so fucking
0: cool. <laughs> he, he has his hammer again. I'm not sure okay,
1: so I think he's going to be unworthy in this. That my my take is that he'll be the unworthy, while Jane is the mighty Thor, and he'll have like he'll have Stormbreaker, and he can use it, but he won't have like the Bifrost and all that stuff. And he'll just right. be walking around. That's why he's bigger, like muscularly, because he's had to get like in the physically. Haven't seen
0: the pictures in this. Like yeah. Hel- Chris Helmsworth Chris looks like. Intimidatingly gigantic, like, like, yeah, he's like,
2: also shooting the uh, Hulk Hogan uh, documentary.
1: Yeah, true, he's
2: yeah, uh, the super he'd, have have bulk, yeah.
0: he'd have to bulk down from this to be Hulk Hogan. Like, he is <laughs> his arms are massive, <laughs> huge. his arms are huge.
1: <laughs> he's a freak, dude. Was, I was I mean, mean, he looks great. Uh, and we and, still
0: know nothing about it, really. We don't know shit. No. We know Asgard's back for some reason. We don't know if there's some but time it's back travel on, fuckery on, no, or, it's,
1: it's on Earth. Uh, it's where they left that fishing village at. They've built back more Asgardian-looking things, but it's still there. Like the, they—they've shown other pictures of the village that aren't like as much completed yet, and it's okay. still got the sign out there—the new Asgard sign.
2: And that also uh, ties into what's going on in the comics at the time. They're also pulling from that where uh, Asgard was literally like a floating island on Earth. Yeah, so that's kind of backed up there too. Yeah,
1: and they, like the, the, we've seen, like there's an altar where Stormbreaker broke, where the pieces are like enshrined by this big thing like so i'm taking that that's somehow going to play into like jane getting the hammer like she'll walk up to it and it'll like form back and come to her or something
2: i think uh, this and uh multiverse of madness these are going to be the two movies that really electrify audiences i mean eternals might surprise everybody but i think love and thunder and multiverse of madness those are going to be the two you're skipping a that... giant
0: one here and let's get to uh, definitely definitely that one but no way home man i've n- never seen yeah. a movie this rumored in my life and,
1: <laughs> and then all the rumors keep coming true that's what's crazy a
0: shitload of them keep coming like this and flashpoint are the two yeah, movies yeah. where the rumors keep coming true like andrew garfield has still said that he's not in it at all
1: and toby i think and said toby
0: has that. said that he's not in it at all but they said you know Melina was in it for the longest time, and now, yeah, Doc Ock's back, and they said, you know, the same thing with Electro and Jamie Fox is like, I'm back. Like, we're multiverse in this shit, kids. Buckle in, and the only way it's going to happen is over Doctor Strange. The multiverse, like, the multiverse is here. Get and, ready,
1: and, and, and like they've all but confirmed Defoe as well. Like, I mean, that's
0: I I I can't tell if it's him fucking with people because it would everybody would be so happy if it was him because that I'm gonna could throw go yeah
2: uh, i'm gonna throw out a deep spoiler alert right here uh fast forward like 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this but i read an in-depth article with melina and he specifically talked about how his character is snatched away from that moment where he was you know falling down into the water in the explosion and he was dying and his character was taken away from that moment uh to somewhere else he was literally talking about that oh shit it is a multiverse. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll dig back the uh, dig Cheers. back and look at that and uh, share that on our page. No, so, I, I, that don't, was don't that was a Forbes
0: article if I recall. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: you might be right because yeah, yeah, I read that. Was, that, that was where he
1: outed it. That was where he outed it. That's uh, where he outed
0: it. Yeah, and when he yeah, was eighty two. I don't care. Can you imagine
1: being that interviewer that was just like, holy oh. fucking shit? <laughs>
0: you know, it would be even shittier is if the interviewer didn't know what he was talking about. Going, uh huh, okay, uh-huh, I'm just okay, waiting to see what Nicki Minaj's Instagram is like. You can go either way, but yeah. Um, but into the Multiverse or Multiverse of Madness or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, those are the two movies to watch, right? Yeah. Like, for me, those, that's what's going to set everything up because we don't know how the Fantastic Four is going to introduce into all this because we've had aliens, we've had explosions, we've literally had the blip. And now, like, four people, some cosmic energy, who gives a goddamn?
2: You know, Fantastic Four could even be worked in a post-credit for Eternals. There's a lot of subject matter there that can be crossed over.
0: I would love to hear your theory for that.
2: Well, just the evolution of humanity and where it's going. You know, dealing with the Deviants and the Mm -hmm. Eternals and how they've messed with genetics. I I could see that being a theme.
0: Well, if John Hamm's not Doctor Doom, I'm not
1: watching it.
2: But I have a theory. (laughs) Speaking of Fantastic Four, and I will get to that
1: at the end of talking about... Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, or whatever ah, the hell they're calling. Holy is. a Quantum Mania! So I think that that's going to be the little movie that could in the multiverse story, mm, yep. and it's going to introduce all kinds of crazy shit. And well, I think it's not
0: like it, in, you know, introduced it or anything like the whole like, totally, story not even line, at all, <laughs> completely one hundred percent introduced it.
1: Yeah, that's where it happened. But what I think is interesting is like in the in the comics anyway. I know that like. Uh, a certain character who we may see some from in Loki, who is Kang the Conqueror, has yeah. has a city in the microverse or the quantum realm that they're calling it now, or whatever. It's quantum uh, realm now. Yeah, yeah, it's quantum realm now. And so, you know, we know Kang's coming. We know that Kang is in Quantum Mania, like we know that he has been casted and is in. The movie, yeah,
0: it's confirmed. Like we've seen yeah. the actor's name and everything, so yeah.
1: And so I think that that could possibly how they could introduce the Fantastic Four as well. Is well, and it's Coast dealing with K. a lot of
2: science, you know, and yeah. they're explorers. They explore things like the uh, the multiverse and, and every realm that Marvel has. So that absolutely ties in.
0: I mean, we still haven't hit Wakanda forever because we don't know anything about it. Yeah, that's but, Phase you know, Five. Quantum Mania. Okay, that's Phase Five now. Yeah, I Phase 4 have... is
2: going to be 11th under Mania, Black Widow, uh, and Eternals, and uh, Multiverse of Madness. And, yeah. Shang-Chi. and Shang-Chi.
1: And the introduction Shang-Chi. of the Fantastic Four, because at the end of that and, trailer, we cleverly see yep, yep. the fucking four. So, I mean... And, and we know
0: that this is also going to start to introduce mutants as well, because Blade's in Phase 5.
1: Is he a mutant? I don't even remember. No, he's just half vampire. He's just half vampire, yeah.
0: No, but uh, they they had him lumped in with the introduction of, and there's going to be some mutants. Oh,
1: like right, yeah. When Kevin Feige was like the Fantastic Four, and there will be mutants, and here's fucking Blade.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm. Yeah, that announcement is what I'm saying. Like, so somewhere in these Phase Four movies, we're going to get introduced into a whole new realm, which is going to take us away from the Infinity Saga. I think the greatest thing about Phase Four right now for me is that it's completely indigenous thing. It's like one of those moments where you you find the connecting chapter. But this feels more like the Canterbury Tales from Chaucer to me. Like, everybody's doing their own thing, but they're all in the same end. And where Canterbury Tales never had an ending, like, our ending is going to be Phase 5. Like, these are all different narratives to build up. So Marvel has a whole new playground, and they don't have to reboot. They don't have to reset. They don't have to do any of that shit. We're just launching a whole new playground, and to me, like with the multiverse, mutants, Fantastic Four, the 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 quantum realm, they can do whatever the fuck they want after this. Plus, everything they're going to set up with Shang Chi, like man, I'm more excited for Phase Four than I've ever been for Marvel movies because, like, everything right now, this looks fucking fantastic and opens up doors.
2: You know, we like, might not pun- even see the X Men to like Phase Six. Honestly, right, super slow build there.
1: So, just mutants, which I'm cool with because I still want to see that Hulk versus Wolverine movie first. Do that, yeah.
0: He didn't say mutants aren't in it because he already said mutants are, yeah. Because we know they're working on Deadpool 3 right now, which is the first R rated Marvel movie, which is now confirmed by Feige himself
1: and the owner of Disney, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah, Uh, so we're getting. Which I do like the fact that the Deadpool movie, by the way, if you read that announcement, is not in a phase; it is in Deadpool. <laughs> right.
1: Speaking of, you mentioned Wakanda Forever earlier. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah. There is a lot of interesting things going on with that. Uh, well, first a lot of, of all, there is
2: pieces, a lot of moving
1: pieces. Yeah, there is a there is a big debate right now about uh, what should happen, and I've talked about it. I think I've talked about it at length how I feel about T'Challa and how I think that he should be recast for the legacy of the character. Um, no, and, he should not. Shuri is his
0: name more for the battle for the king, man.
1: I know. For the t- just hear me out. T'Challa is so important of a character and iconic, especially to the black community, that hasn't got to do the work that he's got to do. And I see Shuri being the Black Panther that is in Wakanda, but I see them recasting T'Challa just because Bozeman didn't want it to end. And I I used to say it would be a slap in the face to Bozeman to recast him. But now I think it'd be a slap in the face to not carry on the legacy of T'Challa.
0: It's complicated.
1: It's very complicated. complicated. It's hard to I, say.
0: I, I honestly think it's not our place to make the call.
1: It isn't our place. It isn't. No. But I'm just saying that's my feelings. I'm, I'm, it. I'm
0: telling you why, like, the writer and director that made this impact. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. yeah. This isn't a dude who's going to half-ass it. You know, he's he's going to do something fantastic that I think is going to, you know, appease fans for all reasons. How, but man, say, he's got a job on his hands though. Like, let's be real. He's got a job in his hands.
2: Let's say that T'Challa is dead. How are they going to handle this? We don't want to see him die off screen at all. I mean, sure. They can just start the movie with a funeral or something, but I mean, we can't have him die off screen. That, that is a slap in the face, I think, but I mean, what are they It's gonna not
0: do? If, if he dies off screen, dying to Namor to set up Shuri and Namor's battle for the throne. I don't
2: know. I just don't.
0: To... <laughs> I'm staying with that. I've been saying this for a year, and I'm staying with it. But yeah, it's a slap in the face. Well, but they I have mean, they who...
1: have said that Namor is probably going to be in it. Like now, like the, a the lot, lot of people WWE are coming out that. saying that it seems like that's what's going to happen. Because, and I, I honestly, and that it, that it even I think they they were casting an actor that isn't, uh, I don't know what his nationality is, but they said they weren't casting a white actor, which I'm totally fine with because he's Atlantean. I don't care. Um, (laughs) Like, and I don't care about anything like that anyway, but like,
0: if you want a new black Panther, M'Baku, 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 let him go earn it and show it while Shuri is the other black Panther.
1: Yeah. I see that. Right. Yeah. Who doesn't love M'Baku? No, I know. I I mean, you can do that. Let I just be I, 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 like
0: almost the comic relief Black Panther, while Shuri is the serious one. It could work.
1: Yeah, no, I can see. See, what I, what, I, what just what I, just what I, my perspective is that they should recast T'Challa because it's it should be carried on. This is just me. This is just my my opinion. Um, and that you have Shuri be the Black Panther in Wakanda. You have T'Challa being out here with the Avengers, and that's just what that's how it works. He's he's touring the world. He's doing things um but doesn't mean that's going to happen i just i don't it's hard to navigate this is a very complex situation
3: yeah i would like to see shuri be black panther that's all i have to say about that thank you no i mean (laughs) hey i I want to see her be black panther too too.
1: i want to see i do too i do too jamie i'm on
0: team shuri all the way
1: this is just i I just it's it's complicated (laughs)
0: and so here's not what do you guys think of
1: flashpoint news Oh, flashpoint! And this thing is yeah. flashpoint's all over the place. Flashpoint. Holy fuck! Flashpoint. I'm they still just not sur-
2: convinced it's going to come out.
1: I'm not. I know, right? It's just it's too they're weird. Filming it. They're filming it right now. They're fucking filming they are. it. They're they're, they're, they're it. fucking yeah. doing it. I know. I know. But um,
0: Michael Keaton <sighs> with blood in the Batman armor. It's yeah. happening.
1: So that's upgraded Batman armor because we saw him upgrade uh, from Batman to Batman Returns. Um, ah, true we you know when he went because cat catwoman scratches suit and then he upgraded the armor and this this is the next upgrade of the armor uh and obviously like they have said in interviews that this is a sequel to batman returns uh his character's involvement any anyway, will anyway will be so like his story that's that mo- that's that universe right it was batman batman returns and batman forever did not happen in that universe So that was where we left off. Anybody that
0: has a problem with that, show of hands. Right. I see no hands. Right. I'm not in the room with any of you, but I know nobody raised their hand.
1: And those other two are separate universes from this. And so I'm taking it that that Bruce, if uh, something happened to Selina, oh, God, I see him. Give me
0: Jeffrey Dean, Morgan as Thomas Wayne in this goddamn movie. It's probably going
1: to happen. But I can see Bruce being more of a psychopath at this point. And having a, or not, not a psychopath, but more violent, having to reel it back a little bit. But you I know, get
2: nuts. Let's get nuts.
1: Yeah, can you see that dude like forty <laughs> years later? Because that dude forty years later is, a, right. is scary. He's very. You know, that would
0: actually be better than Jeffrey Dean Morgan doing it because that's what Jeffrey Dean Morgan's basing it off of, and everybody knows Michael Keaton's fucking insane.
1: Well, I mean, they're probably going to both be in it. To be honest, you'll probably have Thomas Wayne, and you'll have Michael Keaton as Bruce, uh, as just Bruce from what I've heard anyway, and this is more stuff that like is pretty grounded in like actual like interviews and stuff. We got discovered. We got, yeah, Yeah, not not from from there, not from there Uh, (laughs) that uh, they've, you know, Keaton's Batman would show up in uh, advisory roles and other DC properties was the idea. So I see this as being a very much of a mentor thing, you know, him coming, him falling from grace coming back and then being the mentor for, uh, whatever bat I guess the flash, I don't know what's happening in this. Cause Affleck's in it too. This is insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. Affleck is, uh, in it. Well, I mean, I, the more every, every announcement that they make for it, I'm just like, this is going to be either the worst train wreck I've ever seen, or the greatest thing DC has ever done. And I think it can be both.
1: Yeah. It's the closest thing we have to a Snyder, uh, a Zack Snyder's Justice League sequel but this yeah, is but honestly the follow up
0: Jared Leto in the fucking desert
1: but he might be in this who Man, knows
0: like with guns
1: that's true who knows who else is going to be in this dude I, I think I think it's going to be a now movie. we're in speculation territory
2: hey it's fine why don't we give some recommendations I think yeah. we've gone through so much tonight next time you hear us we're going to be talking about Loki but uh Man, that was a lot to verbally explode on the people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't even start
2: in on Kung Fu, so you guys are lucky. Jamie, what do you got for recommendations going around this week?
3: Well, there's a lot of good stuff we've been doing around here, but um, I have been reading the latest issues of Nightwing, written by Tom Taylor, with art by Bruno Redondo, who I have not heard of before. Um, And his artwork is phenomenal, and the story is great. It's absolutely... Exactly what I want from a Nightwing comic book, and it kind of went off the rails there for a while when he lost his memory and stuff, and I hated that very much. And so, just a great team with the, the writer and the artist, and um, bringing Nightwing back to being a fun comic again.
2: Yeah, I had one hundred percent. It is stellar. Yeah, I've got it. Collect. I've got the
1: first few I've issues made- on my phone, but I need to read them.
0: I'm a huge Nightwing fan. So now I need to read this because Jamie's recommending it. She's never given me a bad recommendation the entire time I've known her. So uh, yeah, I got to read that.
2: I'm going to take a left turn here uh, and not talk about comics or movies. I was really staggered by uh, a comedy special I saw lately. It's on Netflix. It's Bo Burnham. It's inside. Uh, I didn't like Bo Burnham. Didn't care. I had it personally recommended by people whose opinion I respect. I was like, hey, let's give it a shot, and I was floored. It is really something special to me. Uh, it calls back in a lot of ways where he pushes his material to to, to almost Carlin and Hicks levels in, in some ways, and uh, the music is great. It feels very heartfelt. Um, I've, everybody just – you might not get all the way through it. It might not be your thing, but uh, just check it out. Make your own mind up.
0: Uh, mine is um, I should have listened to Mike months ago because I finally played through Miles Morales' Spider-Man. Aha and, oh my god, what a great, tight, compact story. Like, it didn't need any more than it is. You know, people were complaining it's too short. No, it doesn't need any more than it is. Harlem feels very lived in. The web-slinging feels very good. The combat's very satisfying. It's heartfelt. It's fun. And, yeah, there could be a lot more, but who gives a shit? It's fun for what it is, and if you've ever read... It was it was cool because the first Spider-Man game they tried to shoehorn in everything and everybody, and in this like the few villains that you see or the few characters that you see, like they're all congruent, like an actual comic book storyline, and like it, it's got a definitive beginning and definitive ending, and there's no bloat and there's nothing that doesn't make sense. And, I like yeah, that we... it's
3: set at Christmas time. That made me so happy. Oh,
0: right.
2: <laughs> <what>? So <laughs> yeah, hey, what do you got?
1: Okay, so um. I have a comic, actually, to uh, recommend. Um, It's called Ice Cream Man. You guys heard Uh, of Ice Cream Man?
2: I have heard it, not read it. Yeah. Okay, so it
1: it reminds me so much of the tales of the Endless that Gaiman did, like, Uh particularly, like, Death. Uh, It's about this Ice Cream Man who is essentially, I don't know what he is yet. He's a god or a a demon or, like, the Crypt Keeper all this stuff combined and uh when you order a, a particular flavor from him he uh weaves your story for you oh, and that's it's cool. it's that's dope it's like anthological so like each issue has got its own cast of characters uh it's 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 its own story you know what i'm saying and it's just weird and and, and existential horror uh and dread <laughs> um <laughs> It's uh it's really interesting. It's hard to explain. like I said it's kind of like Tales from the Crypt meets uh oh god. Like I guess Tales from the Crypt meets um, it's very uh it's hard to explain. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt meets uh Neil Tales Gaiman. Tales from the dark
2: side. Tales uh, from like the dark side. Shows.
1: Yeah, like that, but like it's very very much feels creep. like I said like the endless stuff. Um The
2: creep show maybe a little bit even Yeah,
1: kinda, but it's much more um real world. Uh-huh. Uh it deals with very heavy themes like you know like the endless tales mm. tend to as well things like mm. uh addiction and assault um, what
2: issues is that up to
1: i think they're in their
2: 20s now oh wow yeah it's uh, been out for a while it's a graphic novel territory it's something yeah. that
3: i actually looked at picking up when it first came out but i'm not i'm not opposed to anthologies but i'm less into anthologies than i am regular runs
0: yeah no, i, I kind of want to read it now i it's, really it's,
1: do it's enjoyable it's it's very dark of course um but I, i've highly highly appreciated it maxwell prince uh he did um king of nowhere for boom which is also a pretty good book if you haven't checked that out try that out it's, uh it's pretty fun i read it during the quarantine last year <laughs> was there anything else that you guys have yes i want to throw
3: one little thing out there that yeah. i've talked about briefly i think the last time we recorded i had played the demo Ooh. and was really looking forward to the game is resident evil fucking village yes oh yeah that game uh- is one of my favorite games i've ever played i'm almost to the end of it and it has been a journey man
0: it's scary i hear it's, I hear it's fucking hardcore
3: oh it's scary as fuck there's been times where i've got the headphones on and i'm in the bedroom playing this game and it's like screaming and yeah. my son runs in and it's like all right, back here. <laughs> Sorry, it's Resident Evil Village. You should play it.
1: <laughs> I won't even explain no. what happens, but I will tell you House Beneviento. Oh yeah. Is a fucking nightmare.
3: That I'm... really freaked me out, Definitely but also most, I think. one of my favorite characters is uh Lady Streak. Oh, she's she all over the internet, is The yeah. best. Per- and also the the Duke. So Love the Duke. It, it just Ugh, keeps groups. getting better. I keep thinking it's Scared me as much as I could be scared, and then I, I get, it's gets scarier. You know, the weird thing yeah. is that
0: they tuned it down from 7. and I am I'm, I'm, I'm replaying 7 right now because I never totally finished it. So oh, I'm totally going to play
3: 7 after this. I, so good.
0: After, I, I, I've I, loved I'm, it. I'm doing 7 and all the DLCs before I get 8 because I never played the DLCs for 7, which apparently make a bunch of cent, uh, story sense yes. into 8.
1: Get the DLCs. Play them if you're playing 7. Jesus. All right.
0: All right, do we have anything else to recommend?
1: Are we
2: good? I think we're good. It looks like here in just a few scant hours for us, we will be starting Loki here on Loki Eve. So again, happy Loki Eve to everyone. Yay! Also happy Pride
3: Month, everyone. Happy Happy Pride Pride Month. month. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I can speak for all of us in this. We are huge supporters. Happy Uh Pride Month. And if you've got great nerdy Pride pictures, please go post it to our Facebook here so we can share it so we we would love to uh, give you some love on the instagrams and the facebook's if you'd like to share your pride pictures uh this awesome. wonderful month uh tune in next time for our breakdown of loki because i think we're all going to lose our collective shit we get tom hiddleston back who doesn't love that and for me personally Owen wilson finally being his age gonna be fantastic <laughs> but uh we've had a great uh everything up to loki episode can't wait to catch you guys next time on behalf of Geeks and the heart of the Earth, I love you. I'm JC.
1: I'm CK. Jamie
0: Skull. Mike D. Good night.
3: Bye.